Episode 17, Natural Immunizations. Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Hello, Thrivers, and welcome back. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here and just blessed to feel that I can share my thought downloads, what I'm reading, what I'm researching. And as some of you know, I'm really passionate about how the body can heal itself naturally, how nature itself is part of us. We are nature. And if we align with the force of nature, we will live a healthy, strong, happy life, in my opinion. And so something I'm reading at the moment is by Dr. Josh Axe called Eat Dirt. And I want to talk today about the immune system. Obviously, right now in the world, there's a lot of conversations, opinions, ideas about COVID-19, about vaccines, about all sorts of things. I don't like to just believe what I hear straight away, whether it's from news, whether it's from articles. I like to look at both sides, look at what's coming in. And because I truly believe that humans have the same intention. Everyone wants to be happy and healthy. They want their loved ones to be safe. And we come to the conclusions and ideas and opinions through our own filters, through our own ideas. And so I do like to refer back to science, back to nature is probably my highest place to go to, to see what's going on in the world and and how we can thrive how we can get through this in a happy, healthy way. And I'm reading a book called Eat Dirt by Dr. Josh Axe. And I find it very interesting that there's a very strong connection between our immune system and our microbiome, the microbes that are in our gut, that are in our our system, in in our whole entire body, even on the skin. And so I just want to read you a little excerpt here that says... It's talking about immunizations. And so I'm just going to read this part here. The immune system is activated by exposure to certain microbes. And let me backtrack for a second. Your innate immune system helps you recover from acute injuries such as sprained ankles and acute infections such as the common cold. The adaptive immune system functions more like a bloodhound or a police dog. It remembers a scent or in this case a pathogen from prior exposure and is able to identify it quickly the next time around. This immune system is activated by exposure to certain microbes. When you come into contact with a virus, your adaptive immunity remembers the bug and is able to figure it out quickly at the next exposure and deal with it in an efficient manner. The immune system is activated by immunizations. Oftentimes in today's society, when we hear the word immunization, we immediately think of the flu shot or vaccine. We see them as the only way to be immunized, but natural immunizations have been around much longer. Since we developed this adaptive immunity, in fact, when you're exposed to a beneficial microbe from local pollen, for example, your adaptive immunity remembers and is able to figure it out quickly at the next exposure. 
That's why micro exposures to pollen from local honey or walks in nature near your house help your immune system remember that that particular kind of pollen so it doesn't overreact come allergy season. In the same way, when pathogens make their way through the tight junctions in the intestinal uh, lining, the adaptive immune system creates antibodies to neutralize them, then develops a memory of those bad microbes to ensure a quick response if you're ever exposed to them again. So much comes up for me when I read that because right now what we're doing in the world is hiding away from the normal massive exposure of microbes that we would be getting by shaking someone's hand, by walking around on the beach, by driving around, by going to different environments, by covering our mask and we're only breathing in our own microbiome. And so something that recently happened for me was I really, I've stopped using the sterilization because if I have, and if I have used it, I often come home and put my hands in the worm farm or probably my light shake, the worm nutrients and the near compost so that I can get some beneficial microbes back onto my skin. In my last episode, I talked about hay fever, how I'd been struggling with the rice pollen recently and I'm building, I'm currently building up my immune system by having some kefir. I've tried some goat milk kefir, I'm currently having coconut kefir and I'll alternate and I'm also making sure I have some coconut yogurt. But on top of that I'm having the bee pollen from a local area and mixing a couple of local honeys into a smoothie because I want to help build up my microbiome. You see this, there's a hundred trillion gut microbes. Like when you get all our gut, our microbes together, it weighs about the same as the brain. And this microbe, I see these as little tiny army people all over on the outside and inside of our body. And they're the ones that can recognize. And we need a good balance. According to this book, we need 85 to 15% good bacteria to bad bacteria. So 85% good, 15% bad. And you need that balance. You need that a little bit of a micro exposure to all of these kinds of things. And so I find it really fascinating. Just I'm curious in the fact that we're becoming very dependent on the idea of us to be fixed by a drug rather than focus on building our own immune system and therefore preparing ourselves. And a lot of the people that are the most vulnerable right now are those with immune, not immune deficiencies, but immune, immunosensitive, immuno, oh, there's a word, apologies, immuno, oh, right at the tip of my tongue, I saw that, you know, when the word comes right past your tongue, I will think of it in a moment. But the whole idea is right now, we should be doing everything in our possibility to build our immune system, to build our micro army, let's call it. Not disinfecting. That disinfectant that we use, the 99.9% kills that 85% and leaves that 1% of bad bacteria bad or good, either way, it's killing 99.9% of the bacteria around that we normally have beautiful exposure to. So what's going to happen if you are so, and there's a lot of um, 
a lot, a lot of evidence that comes out showing that the more sterile our environment, you become more sensitive to what's going on out in the world rather than having a balance. So rather than using the anti, anti, the disinfectants and all those kind of things, yes, in a surgery environment when you're being opened up, you don't want to be exposed to certain things. There are good places to have this idea of sterilization. However, what will help build your immune system is making sure you're getting a massive diversity or exposure to a diverse around array of microbes. So that's the first step is getting out in nature and breathing in. Dr. Zach Bush, Zach Bush MD, he talks about, I love his Insta stories when he talks about the microbiome, breathe in microbiome. So get out in nature as much as you can and breathe. And without a mask, breathing in the new areas, touch the plants because on the plants, there's a microbiome. Get in and start building your garden because the soil microbes. In fact, Dr. Josh Axe in his book, Eat Dirt, he talks about let's literally eat dirt. Let me quote him here. As we've discussed, soil-based organisms support gut health and immune response. Why exactly? In the plant world, soil-based organisms help plants grow. Without their protection, otherwise healthy plants become malnutrition and susceptible, malnourished, sorry, and are susceptible to disease or contamination by fungi, yeasts, molds, and candida. Just as plants grow best in healthy soil teeming with highly active microorganisms, you too need these organisms to live a long, healthy life. More than 800 studies exist in the scientific literature that reference soil-based organisms. Their common denominator is that they link soil-based organisms to successfully treating a wide variety of health conditions, including allergies, asthmas, irritable bowel syndrome, ulcerative colitis, flatulence, nausea, indigestion, malabsorption, nutrient deficiency, autoimmune disease, inflammatory disease, bacterial, fungal, and viral infections. And he goes on about his, his conversation about the fact that leaky gut is connected to our immune system, to the microbes, leaky gut, which causes a lot of diseases. There's other, Dr. Mark Hyman, Zach Bush, MD, they all talk about this connection of the breakdown of our gut system, our leaky gut, uh, leading to many of the other diseases. And so the best thing you can do right now is to be building a garden. And this segues nicely to what I am looking at building is the living supplement garden. And I'm currently going to be launching this project that I would love for you all to become involved with. For those that really, this sings to you, there's something about what I'm saying here about we can heal ourselves naturally. Our body can heal ourselves naturally. What we need to do is support the microbes that helps heal us. Just as in a garden, it's not about raising plants. It's about how do I support the microbes who build the plants? We don't need to do the work. We just need to nourish our microbiomes. So Living Supplement Garden, which I've talked about a few in a few episodes here on the Thriving with Nature podcast, it is about 
building a living supplement garden where you get your toes into the dirt, you actually rinse off and wash the toxins into the garden and the garden will read that and grow the nutrients that you need but also the microbes that you need to protect itself. So, And then you're going to eat directly from this living supplement garden. So not only is it going to be about the nutrients but it's going to be about the microbes. This is the hypothesis and this is where I feel really aligned. The more I'm learning about the microbiome, about our immune system, about how we are healthy, how the soil is healthy, I'm seeing a very big correlation and this hypothesis to be true. But what I'm going to need is people like yourselves who are interested to join the journey here with Thriving With Nature on building the case studies of the Living Supplement Garden. So I've completed the first stage of building the box. The next stage is building up the soil, which I am doing research with, which to build the best. The soil that has all the nutrients so that the microbes can actually get any of the nutrients it needs to help support build the plants. And then it will be about following the protocol. So it's extremely exciting. This living supplement garden is gonna help us out there that anyone, no matter what financial situation in, how much space you have, this living supplement garden I currently am building is one meter by 80 centimeters. It's less than a square meter. The one condition you will need is for it to get sun. Uh, so that is very important that it has, you know, five to six hours of sun on it. So that is the biggest key that you need to find a space. And then daily you'll be going into that garden and interacting so that you can build your microbes and it can read your microbes and that this beautiful relationship can happen. So I'm very excited about this and this is a way we can do it around the world and I want to share it around the world as much as I can so that anyone has access to this. I believe that yes there's supplements out there and some are probably absolutely amazing and I've taken supplement but again I felt a little bit disconnected from the syntheticness of it. That we as humans are trying to pull what we see is we're pulling it apart and just giving pieces of it rather than if we just interact with the garden there'll be things that our scientific community hasn't even discovered yet that will be going on through the direct interaction with nature and that's where I really believe you know partly it's a leap of faith but time will tell. So that is my conversation for today. How do we become the best versions of ourselves during a time like this, we build our immune system. How do we build our immune system? Large exposure to microbes, a variety of microbes. So getting out as much as you can. I know there's limitations right now, but this is it. Don't kill all the microbes on your body. If you're not sure, use, uh, wash your hands. And there are some essential oils you can use that can help cleanse better which doesn't kill the microbes but it'll kill any other thing. It's uh, malaleuca or tea tree oil with a bit of water any kind of base like that. That way you're not going to be killing the whole microbe biome but you're still being safe. You're still washing your hands uh, which they say is important but you don't want to kill it completely. Getting exposure to microbes, fermentations, kefirs, kombuchas, yogurts, all those type of ferments. 
And then the biggest thing is also feeding those ferments. So getting the microbes in your gut, but then feeding them. And the best way to feed them is through vegetables, through fiber, fruit and vegetables. So I, at the moment, I'm drinking a coconut kefir and then I'm eating a massive plate of a diverse rich of different greens, tomatoes, cucumbers, bit of basil from my own garden, you know, and I'm not washing that because I know that there's microbes in there as well. So feeding them, you have to feed your garden of microbes inside, build it so you have a, a big diversity and then feed it constantly. And that will life eat life, to feed life, to be alive. <laughs> anyway, that is my episode for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to having you on this journey. Don't forget to hit subscribe and have a beautiful day. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Thriving With Nature website where all of my videos, podcasts and resources are to take what we discuss here to the next level and apply it in real life. I'd love to have you come join myself and many others striving towards living a regenerative lifestyle. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.